Are you looking for a D&D podcast with a dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old-school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls. Wow. What's up? Hey. What's up? Glad to be back. Glad to be Yay. back. I feel weird looking to the right to look at I you. I know. We're... I know. I, I mean, usually it's the other way around. We're looking to the left. Well, Derek, we've played Russian roulette with your seating so much. You should be used yeah, to Yeah, I mean, I should be used to moving around, but you get used to a spot and you're like, I don't know. So for those listening, we are for the first time not playing at Bobby's work. Which has been actually a no, long... it's the fourth time. We played twice at your place. I will kill you. Uh, Did you just push your glasses up and say, "Well, no, actually, uh, actually, it's the fourth time, fourth time." So we are now without a stable place to perform the podcast, but uh, we're working out the logistics. So hopefully, this won't be an issue. And uh, well. Thank you for correcting me, Wes. I appreciate that in public. It's a good thing you're playing a oh, new character. Oh, come on. I mean, I do it all the time. I know. Just but because it's... it's Wes doesn't mean it's any different. Uh, and look how I punish you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so if you're learning from the wrong person, just so you know. Oh, my Lord. I mean, yeah. Hi, Morris. Hi. How you, you like your swivel chair? Yeah. It's pretty nice. Cool. I like how you're swiveling around your mic. Uh, I'm yeah. sure that's that's not going to sound weird at all. <laughs> Creating a 3D experience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> all right. So I will give context for this one. Um, I am dog watching this weekend for my boss, and he was kind enough to let us play here. Um, next time we play, we will actually be playing at Morris's house. Mm-hmm. So we might sound a little bit different. Thank you, Morris's wife. Yes. Because that's who yes, you thank think. you, Morris's that's wife, because he yeah, never thank, told us what your name was. Yes. Take the wife. Well, to recap last session, we had accolades and parties and parades. Uh, I'm going to reiterate that we, while we did fast forward six weeks of... I don't want to say there were straight parties, but a lot of celebrations, meeting a lot of uh, nobles and uh, dignitaries and people of the city, commoners and uh, and merchants and people like the. That's we're going to be revisiting a lot of these moments in like little flashback sequences, because I'm sure there's like hundred things you guys didn't think about or what you did in the last six weeks. That we're going to want to do. So with that being said, the fast forwarding of six weeks, we did a lot of shopping, repaired some ships, mostly friendships. Oh, oh, uh, and you're each given estates that you can name yourselves. 
uh, whatever you want to name him. I'm sure Bobby's is going to be real mature. And uh, <laughs> no, understand these estates, these estates uh, comprise of a, man, a small manor house, servants' quarters, barns and stables and things like that, and then fields and people to, to take care of. A, a small amount. You're not necessarily a lord, but you're right under that. You, you serve a lord. Uh, you have not been given noble titles as of yet, but you think that might be coming. The protector is mostly the, the title you guys have been given uh, over the last six weeks, and defender of the realm. Uh, you guys also buried your dead, Brody and Strom. De, not that Devanda. The, the Hatchet uh, uh, Queen. Um, Hatchet Queen. Miranda. Miranda, thank you. Uh, Miranda uh, and th- and dozens of others of your ship. That that one guy that we named in the episode. Chuck. That, yeah, Chuck. Chuck. That, <laughs> and his three kids. Bring out yeah. your daughter, Chuck. Um, well, we didn't belabor the the, Two days the moments. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't belabor these moments because it would have been it would have been three episodes of us just like mourning our dead. So we fast forwarded it either for good or for not. It's over, and you guys have gotten past it, and it's been several weeks since. Uh, we ended the episode with two big events, the finishing of Azrael and, uh, or the Fox and the Pharaoh book, and then an appearance of a new player character, one we haven't met him yet, but Wes. Anything I miss in that recap? Oh, the giving of uh, a level and $50 million. A small loan of $50 million. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Unfortunately, he didn't say gold, so... I mean, what's with all this useless paper? (laughs) What's with this uh, pyramid? What is this? (laughs) We'll kick it off in the courtyard with this unknown being just... Or this unknown person. I shouldn't say being, right? saying I uh, was part of the Reborn, and the Taros just Kicked tore me ass. a new one. I, I very specifically remember Bobby being like, Reborns, what's that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, say what? <laughs> Action. Where? Cut. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Reen is just looking around. Um, he brings up his left arm, looking at it, shaking visibly, and just looking around like... Blood weird. is dripping from it. The muscles are tensing. It's like somebody just removed the skin. Okay. It's beyond your healing abilities. That's why I'm just giving it a gross look right now. <laughs> That's ugly. One hit point. Where am I? The finger bone. I had it. Uh, my arm. Trying to lift my scythe, but I can't. You're in Pearlstone. Where were you before? Uh, I, we had just left the sunken temple. Uh, we got ambushed. Uh, um. Okay, time. You heard sucking I, temple I too, too, didn't you? <laughs> yes. And I tried so hard. <laughs> Hey, I did really good. I didn't say a word. 
I was dying on the inside, but I didn't say a word. I was watching Morris die over there, and I was like, please stop. I am trying to contain this. <laughs> not my fault. Not my fault. No, it's not your you fault. <laughs> My problem is now I'm trying to imagine what the sucking temple is <laughs> like. In, instead of giving the like dip in your hand and like you light a candle while you put your dick in something. Oh yeah! Every wall in the temple has I, a glory hole. Dude, why wouldn't some god come up with that? I would join that. Uh, yes, like, Naimoda, you need to get on that. The no, sucking no, temple. I'm part of the, that area I'm part of the sucking field. god. Join, I want to join. He said something. He said something. He just he said, said it. He said something. Yeah, I, I, I heard something, actually. Okay. The end well, was enough. so low. <laughs> it's a win. Whew. Okay. Do not say the word again. Just keep going. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Serious faces. Okay. <laughs> you have. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what are you doing in this, this sunken temple? I am hoping that's what you said. I, I was retrieving delivered. a bone finger. We just retrieved it. Then we um, got ambushed by three warriors. A female orc, a death knight, and a powerful priest. And then the Taros showed up. My betrothed was able to sling me. But at the last minute, one of the Taros ripped the skin off my arm and taking the bone finger. Um, uh, you said, where am I? Scroll stone. Uh, the other bone finger. Do you have geography? Mm-mm. All right. Then why are you rolling? <laughs> you can roll a 20. I can roll a 20. <laughs> nope. Eight. We're, we were from, we're from Atwater. Um, uh, that's where we were stationed at. Um, me and my friends call ourselves the Revenge Reborn. I have geography as Zane, so. So Revenge Reborn. Roll that. That's a weird way to 14? put that. As Zane, I have geography. Like, who else would well, you be I, right now? I, I, mean, I may have had a different character. Up, I don't know why. Um, so let's see, nine, no, eight plus fourteen, so twenty-two. Twenty-two. It is a. It borders the Maw of the World, which is far south. Okay. And last episode we had mentioned the the Vardryfos Empire. It would be the southern portion of the Vardryfos Empire. Okay. Uh, Atwater, if we were, let's call Vardryfos America, like the, the nation of Vardryfos. Uh, Atwater is Florida, so you're dealing okay. with a Florida so man right now. So like above it, you got Cadbridge, like kind of to the left, you got Compa, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. So yeah, I I kind of know what you're talking about. It's like a, a Atwater would it's be Tallahassee. A, okay, but like the Mall of the World is like a chain of islands, and that's where the Mallanders are from. Yes. Okay. Brody was a Mallander. That makes you. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm that's I'm with was. you. Was a Mall. I don't have the map in front of me, but I kind of know where we're talking about. 
So Atwater would be Tallahassee. It's inland of a great sea, not on the ocean side. Okay, so this is the part where I, I admit that Zane is much better at geography than Derek is. Uh, <laughs> Tallahassee is... Let's say you're heading towards Alabama. Okay, so it's close. It's near the top. Yes. Gotcha. All right. So very far away. Yeah. Now I'm, not so, now I'm not so uh, scared. I was terrified that they were here, but now I'm not so scared. Well, it's not like he's the only thing in the existence that can teleport. So I have an experience. Be afraid. Don't be ruin very my, afraid. my I'm stable moment. Thank you very much. There's a place it's called about a, f- a four week boat ride. There's a place Sailing. called Glory Springs nearby. <laughs> I'm just pointing that out because I'm looking at the map. <laughs> just like, no reason. No, you don't like the, the word glory and hole together. No reason. Glory Springs. <laughs> glory Springs. <laughs> What's your podcast? <laughs> if you have the, the right kind of spring, it has skin it. removed from his uh, arm is beyond your ability, Yuri. He may die if you do not find somebody with a regeneration spell. Wow. Not just because of disease and infection, but blood loss. It's there's no way to like what are you gonna unless you want him you want to take the arm. You might be able to take the arm and and save him. I can at least put a splint on it and stop it from bleeding out and you may lose the arm unless we can find somebody to heal it. I'll be back. Keep him, keep him awake. I'll take off and I'll go get log off. Um, half hour later, he's back. In the interim, does anybody want to do anything for the next half hour? With this guy staring dumbstruck at his arm. Uh, a, a tourniquet, maybe. I mean, that's what uh, didn't you say you did that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. What Never did mind. you say you put on a splint? You said splint. Splint. Well, I meant tourniquet. Tourniquet. Yeah. He did put a tourniquet. Okay, good, good. Splint would have done nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, uh... I knew what my head was thinking, but yeah, the word I, was wrong. Honestly, Marty was like, yeah, tourniquet. But like, <laughs> I, when you said splint, but yeah, the wording is incorrect. Yeah, it, uh, Yuri put a splint on it. or <laughs> Tourniquet. I tourniquet on Yuri, it before. Yuri's like, that Yuri, looks broken. Here, so let me Yuri, help you. Yeah. So here's what it is. Yuri put a tourniquet on it. Bobby put a splint on it. Um, <laughs> Yuri, before you left, and then you did put a tourniquet on it, and you, you rolled. You didn't even really have to roll up with sleep where he's at because his the, the armor he was wearing uh, is plate, but it was cut very precise. Where his, where his arm is bleeding, the armor has been cut as well at the exact same location. So when you start removing armor and clothing, where he, like, almost imagine him wearing a short sleeve shirt right here. Mm-hmm. All the armor. Sorry, I'm... For those listening, uh, imagine wearing a, a short sleeve shirt at the bicep. Everything up from the middle of the bicep has skin and everything's perfectly normal. But from bicep down, it's been removed, including mm-hmm. armor, clothing, everything else. So you put high up in the armpit, you put a, a, a tourniquet and you go to get to Largoth. And he is. Uh, before he goes. Okay. I. Kind of lean in on Yuri. I kind of grab him before he goes. Ask your sword to include him in the protection. Whatever she is doing. True. I'll, I'll leave the bag of holding with 
Lyrium, because I trust him more. <laughs> this is fair. And I ask, uh, uh, <laughs> it's probably a mistake, but this is fair. <laughs> um, so I asked Primafira if she can include the new stranger in our field of protection. Done. All right, so I'll be back. He is dripping with power. Power that seeks us. The power that I hold back. Zane was wise. Though I would have done it on my own. He is wise to ask. She said you're a wise ass. All right, I got to go. <laughs> this is known. <laughs> uh, you are slipping, new guy, in and out of consciousness. It's just too much. Losing skin like that. It, it, the pain is unfathomable. Unfathomable. The, the pain is unreal. <laughs> you got to you gotta imagine. You it's cannot not fathom a, the pain. Is, you just unfathomable gotta, is a hard unfathomable. word. Unfathomable. Yeah, there you go. You just have to remember, it is not a top layer of skin. It is to the muscle and bone in the cartilage. That's a lot. That's a lot of... Cartilage yeah. and everything. It's like... That's a lot of pain. A few millimeters at the very least. Largoth comes back with Yuri. You guys, uh, I assume, is just trying to keep this young man calm. Since then, the whole house has been stirred up. So in around the courtyard are faces like Garn and and puddles, puddles of Garn, <laughs> puddles of Garn, uh, and your other lieutenants, so to speak, and Camerian. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Camerian, <laughs> Clavis, all them are. Clavis is his old name, a Devland. Yeah. Uh, are all here. Largoth takes a look at your arm and looks at you, then look back at your arm. How did this happen? I would have told him. Oh. All right. On the, on the way. Well, have this, I, let's have this. Go. All right. What just happened? Someone was, I guess, teleported here after they were attacked by the, the Taros. And he's had the skin wait, removed wait, wait, from wait, wait. his stop, arm. Stop, 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 stop. Like Taros as in like the... Nursery rhyme tarot? Yes. Uh, those things are real? Very. Uh, you know what? Let's say I believe you. No skin? No skin. Muscle, tendons. <laughs> no skin off yours, arm. <laughs> <laughs> I need a few moments with my god. A regeneration? Yes. Actually, do I need a few minutes with my god? I I have that memorized. I am ready. Let's go. Wow, this guy's pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Freaking hey, got it already in memory? He probably had, he probably did that because he knew we were coming back. It's like they always need something weird. Huh? <laughs> Lesser restoration, regeneration, raised dead, top uh, three spells. Long story short, a priest returns, older man, very stoic, beard, gray going through it. Human, of course, uh, for this area. Returns with uh, Yuri. He's hovering over you, new guy, looking at your arm. What is your name, son? My name is Reen. 
Reen? Yes. My... Where is my friend Bella? Is she here? I'm sure she is fine. Relax yourself. Calm. You feel a sense of calm come over you? Reen. I'll tell Bacon to come over too. It's hard for him to calm down. Uh, between the high priest of Vadryphos and then this celestial fox, which has been around you since this thing began, your uh, sense of calm is much heightened than what a normal person probably experienced. You probably would have passed out by now if it wasn't for these things. But he begins to cast a spell. And you see skin start knitting together from each of his fingertips and then from the middle of his bicep working in unison coming together hot pink skin like a baby it's the pink slime from the McDonald's burgers (laughs) (laughs) gross like film is filling in between the skin and and the muscle it's really disgusting, actually, if you're like looking. You know at how it. the uh, film goes over top of tomato soup when it rests. Mm-hmm. That that thin layer starts, and then it gets a little thicker, and then it gets a little thicker. <laughs> the rest Sup, of you doing soup. anything during this this whole thing? I'm just there in case uh, uh, the priest needs any additional help of any kind. You're intrigued by what he's doing. I mean, this is I'm, healing magic that you've not ever even fathomed of understanding. I'm doing the 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 uh what you call it uh i forgot what they're called good story dude thanks star trek god i can't think of it Great vulcan spot doing the vulcan mind link i'm learning this spell all right <laughs> okay the rest of you guys uh i'm just looking out for trouble like all right. uh this guy seems like a trouble a, a stalking horse you know what that is Mm-mm. It's no essentially like uh, say you're trying to find out so you know that there's people out there you want to find, right? But you can't get to them, right? So you kill everybody but one guy uh-huh. and let him lead you to the people you need. That's a stocking horse. Alright, so you're paranoid looking around. Yeah, I'm paranoid looking around. Lyrium, what are you doing? Uh, instructing uh, Sebastian to having him set up a room Get him a hot bath. Get okay. him a cup of tea. Yeah. He's you know. also fretting over the carpet and the blood that's, well, that's been Oh, we brought him that's inside. Right. I thought we were just treating him out in yeah, the field. Yeah, I thought he yeah, was still I outside. We were treating him in the courtyard. I wouldn't carry him in if he's blue. So he's the courtyard, tripping. understand, is... Uh, I describe a courtyard as... You know, I should uh, revisit this. It's a more of a sunroom with a wraparound marble porch mm-hmm. overlooking... The ocean. You just so, cost us like eighty million dollars in damage. So this <laughs> this whole area is carpeted. Wow. Lounge area, little fountain in the middle, servants waiting. Well, yeah, we marble. take him outside. I you didn't mention this, so yeah, we take him outside so he can bleed on on just earth or something. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> okay. While there's open sky above you, it's only maybe twenty five by twenty five. Little area for entertaining outside or during a nice day. Or at least take him onto some stone or something it's, where he can bleed out. And <laughs> I got the prestidigitation can trip. Oh, okay, it's fair enough. I'm just can tripping. I'm just saying what he was fretting over. It is a. <laughs> While uh, everything else is happening, I can just 
use precedent to check. Okay. So you're fighting over the house. So the yeah. sunroom just got turned into a fire pit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a place to entertain outside during nice days. Uh, as the skin is knitting together, meets at the elbow, only takes about two minutes. And Largoth, his eyes knit together, and he's looking quizzically at the arm as tattoos start appearing on it. Um, looks like he's searching Reen. Yes. Did you have tattoos on your arm? No. Curious. Uh, yeah, tattoos are forming on this arm, which even Yuri, you know, as a priest, if you regenerate something, if you had scars or even a freckle, it's not going to be there. It's like baby skin. Brand new. So this is burned on by soul or something. Spirit. Um. During this time, your father, uh, Devland and Camerian have moved in closer to look at this. Yeah, weird tattoo forming on a, it's it's moving as the skin is knitting on his arm in the upper shoulder down to the lower bicep it looks like an arced portal or stone gateway forming let's say at the front of the bicep to the back of the bicep there's the arc in the middle of all that muscle and uh, skin it looks like an open gaping portal with then going down from the middle of his elbow to his forearm are people or spirits or something pouring out of it. All right, hold him down. The arm's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so the tattoos are spirits? Of- no, it's... Or there's, there's no spirits pouring out of his arm, I'm saying, but the tattoo looks the tattoo like... Sh- the the okay. picture is stating on his arm that and the spirit's coming out. as it knits and becomes real skin, the moving tattoo stabilizes and becomes very stationary, but as it was knitting and put itself together, it was moving. Like people pouring out of a portal. All right. All right. Just people pouring out of a portal. <laughs> I'm going to detect magic on it. Yes. What kind? Yes. <laughs> the yes kind. <laughs> Any certain color. You do not. Anima. Was... White and silvery in color. You've not seen it before except one other place. At level one. Your very first session you ever played. Maybe the second. It's been a while since uh, session one, daggone. Okay, so what else did we do in session one? Did we, uh, we, did we find, go into we, a secret room? Yeah. Do you, do you remember the thing that was in the secret room? The portal area. There you go. Oh. Okay. It's a depiction of us coming out of the, going through the portals. These stuff. are thousands of people. So this is a memory. Uh, it's the portal it's, itself was, yeah. was had anima magic in it. Anima, for those listening at home, is creation magic. It's a school of magic of my own world. It's what makes soul. It's where souls come from. Life. Or reborn. <laughs> Stone You're archway f- look just like the archway in the down there? Uh, it's hard to tell. It, it, uh, it looks bigger. Your father is getting all it, into it to look at it, and uh, before you guys can even react... Rubbing his cheek against your arm. It's very uncomfortable. 
<laughs> Kamirian reaches out and actually touches it. And involuntary flexes like she's going into a seizure and passes out onto the floor with a oh, wet, uh, like a hard thonk before she gets caught. Just kidding. Jeez. <laughs> Yuri is quick enough to catch her. And she is unconscious. You didn't see any power transference or anything like that, but the second she touched him, her eyes rolled up in the back of her head, and she passes out. You, during this whole time, Wes, feel the... Uh, you ever Your arm ever fall asleep, like, really bad, and you feel like life almost returning back to it? <laughs> yeah. That kind of feeling that's going over it. So, l- slow relief. Yes. I'll ask Primafira if she can discern anything more about his arm. I do not know what you speak of. I sense nothing from the arm. I sense, I can detect creation magic. Anima. Anima. Yes. I am unable to sense such magic. If this is what you see, chop his arm off. Kill him Kill and throw him in the ocean. You got your marching orders. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use you to do it? <laughs> I'd be happy to. Oh, crap. I got to get her away. <laughs> this might be the most short-lived character ever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Next. I, I didn't have much of a choice last time a wilder, so I'm not pulling her out. <laughs> Just kind of forced it on me. This will be the first time Bobby stopped himself from pulling it out. So you should feel... I feel better. You, you should feel better all See, now you're doing it. Sorry. So. Sorry. <laughs> but I do poke her out the back and I give her to a lyrium. What? <laughs> She's got a job for you, sir. Um, yeah, the arm's strange, for sure, for certain. And the high priest during this whole time is just like, what the actual fuck is happening right now? And the skin knits itself together, and he continues to look as this tattoo, full sleeve, of a portal in the upper portion of your shoulder, of people pouring out of it to your wrist. Are they like falling down, or are they like walking out? Walking. Okay. And but in droves. All right. I mean, because. It'd kind of be cooler, but it's a weird people. If they were it's falling. Not, that'd it's be not like, like they humans, were... and they're not very detailed. They're they're like white faced, no, like or sorry, plain faced entities pouring out of it, like ghosts. So, I can try either a knowledge arcana or religion and see if I have any, if I've ever heard of any image like this. Sure, I would love for you I to can make. I try this. doing knowledge arcana as well. I would like a history and arcane, please. History and arcane? Or either or. How about well, that? Arcana, Whatever's higher. The arcana was 21. 19. The history is a... Oh, oh shit. My monkey. Okay, the history... <laughs> I see that from here. <laughs> history is a 34 from a natural 20, so... All yeah. right. You think this might be depicting... I'm not sure if this is the first time this has come up in the podcast, but... Uh, the term portal born. Portal born. Have you guys heard that term before? No. no. So during a long time ago, before any written history, uh, there was a cataclysm. Some refer to it as the first cataclysm 
where all life on Earth was destroyed. Uh, sorry, all life on Melharan was destroyed. Everything was wiped out. And to repopulate it, Vadryphos made these vast and great portals to bring in people. Humans, orcs, gnomes, goblins, all the like. The elves are to be argued. Were they here beforehand or not? They argue. They argue that. Yeah. Uh, so Portalborn is to be referred to as humans and the the newer races of the realm. Uh, humans are without doubt are Portalborn, gnomes, halflings. Elves are in dispute. Some of the older like angels and things like that are all in dispute. And some uh, the argument vast from or ranges from even the angels are Portalborn and then brought here like life. This thing was a rock to half the it, it's it's an argument that it spans eons uh but what you are looking at is a depiction of the people coming upon the plane some of these portals these arcs still exist uh, they don't they're uh, dormant now but there there's giant arcs throughout the uh the world where people were brought in from apparently other planes to populate this land. Uh, a Noah's Ark, oh. so to speak. Well, that's interesting. We'll call it a Melharan Ark. Sure. Question is, why is that image appearing on a healed arm? That's a good question. Didn't he have that tattoo before? Hmm? Did he not have that tattoo before? Even if he did, it shouldn't be there. It was never here. As I'm looking at my own arm. That's You're like six sleeve, man. <laughs> Great tattoo artist. It is perfect. Mm. It wasn't a, a shabby tattoo artist. You're not even sure it looks like ink. Oh, it's, it's weird. It's got a little bit of a, a bump to it, too. Like, it sticks out. It's very, very it's odd. It's You're almost not like sure a brand. Well, tattoos have a little bit of a Like, a more so. A little raised. Almost a brand, but colored. Yeah. Anyway. Right. You, after about 30 minutes, you feel 100% re... Well, not 100%, sorry. You are... Uh, we'll say... Uh, uh, Largoth heals you to 50%, whatever that is. And you're feeling much better. So yeah. is this tattoo a message from our benefactor or our enemies? Or is it something else? Creation magic shouldn't be from the tarots, unless they are creation magic. I think is you guys are assuming far too much. Is Bacon uh, reacting to it at all? Sniffing it, but other than that, she seems reluctant towards the tattoo, but fine with him. What is this guy's name again? The priest? Largoth. Largoth. Is there a scholar sage that we could talk to about this sort of thing yeah we have many throughout the city do you wish me to inquire for one for you this is not my decision to make but might as well because we don't know enough about it the queen has made me at your disposal but this will be the last of the favors we very much appreciate and because I like you, I'll get somebody good. It might take a day or two. I'll get them Thanks, out sir. here. 
expect a bell maybe during the day, tomorrow, or the next day. But most likely the next day. Very well. It's a good place to sleep. He gets up, wipes off his uh, robes, looks again at the tattoo. Your group has been one of the oddest I've ever had the pleasure of dealing with. A pleasure of meeting you all. A displeasure of all the questions you have left me with. From a being of divinity with no god to anima magic radiating off of an arm which should have been removed in the first place. I have much to prey on. But if you ever need me again, I should be in here in Pearlstone. Don't call me. <laughs> he smiles. Very well. If it's within my power on my own, beyond the queen, I will be at your disposal if I can. Very well. Good luck, keepers. Mr. Reen. Thank you. You're very lucky. Not many of my power just lie around. You owe these people. Do you understand? I've never heard of these people. You're from very far away. Do you know of the Godrind Mountains? I do. That is where I'm from. That is also very... It, three different corners of the continent is what you're telling me. My first death was by an owlbear. Uh, he looks at the rest of you guys. I'll let you guys deal with this. He, he might be. He might need some rest. And he takes his his departure from that. A moment ago, you said that you had the bone finger with you. Did you touch it? Yes. It was in my grasp when our wild wizard, Bella, had the time to throw me through a portal. A female with a, I believe, a pig skin face. The flayed lady. Yes. Did this to my arm and took the finger bone that we had gotten from the temple. Why did you touch the finger bone? It's what we were told to do. You're lucky to be alive. Bella could handle the power of the finger bone because she was a wild mage. But in order for me to escape, she gave it to me at the last second. As she teleported me to here. She must have truly believed that you could withstand it. The finger bones have the ability to, well, one that I know of, has the ability to perfect yourself or kill you. I don't know which one I had. All I know is it came from the sunken temple. I want to wrap his arm up. And bandages and cloth and stuff like that. Yuri believes that the finger bone's power is transformed into his arm. The 
skin. Or you ever, you guys ever skinned yourselves really bad and like the really thin skin underneath? Uh, Once yeah. you, you know what I'm talking about? Like the yeah. really tender skin. Your whole arm is like that. Your arm's getting wrapped, uh, Reen, and kind of getting, not grilled, but questioned lightly. The young girl who touched your arm, uh, blonde, she's human, but very elfin features, has not woken up yet. They put her on a, a little couch. But you know I who's a professional dead, so. at uh, naming or knowing all the uh, furniture names? Is uh, Morris? What's the little day couch called in like a, a sitting the, room? The settee. Settee. She's laying on a settee right now. Well, I'll I'll light one of the brasiers so that it's uh, hmm. warm in the room. Yeah, go ahead, Marty. <laughs> say it. Say it. <laughs> say it. Brazier. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yay! Now say press the digitation. No, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I was going to do something nice for you guys at the end of this session, but I've decided not to. Oh. <laughs> you just made it worse with the duck quack. <laughs> Mature podcast. <laughs> Alrighty. <sighs> and uh, Reen, by the trick of the eye or not, as this girl lays on the... Say that furniture again. Sete. 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 Thank you. Her hair shortens, gets a little darker, and her skin tone changes ever so darker as well. She's just laying there, almost like she not overtly changed her, her looks, but slightly so. And uh, But she seems to be resting peacefully. None of the other people here that you see are overtly reacting to her changing of appearance, but more to the fact that she's not waking up. Do I feel anything out of the normal? No. Uh, my eyes kind of widen as I'm seeing this, but you've had a day. Yeah, I've I've had a really bad bad day. A mid-aged elf is overlooking you as well. Are you doing okay, my boy? I'm doing much better. My shh, shh, shh. calm yourself. Listen, you're amongst friends. Relax. Reborn. Nobody here is gonna. Okay. Did you say you were getting him a room, Master Lyrium? Yes. Are we believing his story? Are we setting a watch upon him? Yes. I think we should do yes. both of this. A discreet watch. Garn. Yeah? Watch him. Okay. He does anything that's going to harm us. Harm him. Uh, okay. He smiles big. Oh, boy. Yuri's the only one with the image of him smashing your face into the ground. <laughs> yep. Does that hurt? <laughs> Hours pass by. We good with this? Yeah, I'll check on Camerian. Make sure she's at least. She seems she's just sleeping peacefully. You want to try to rouse her? Yeah. Ah, uh, she yawns wide, big. Uh. Silky. Hey, Yuri. And she twirls your hair. You growing it out? Yes. Looks nice. Mm. I don't like how it covers your ears, though. And she. Touches the tips of your, your pointy ears. <laughs> Just the tip. 
Just a tip. <laughs> Just a tip. <laughs> oh, Lord. What, what happened? It's your podcast. You're the only one who went there. Anyway. What, what happened? A lot's happened. What's Why am less? I outside? Um, Ooh, this place is nice. Just looking around the courtyard. This is... Is this our manor? Or is this... Yeah. yeah. This is our manor. Unnamed manor so far. <laughs> Un, the unnamed... I like that name. There you go. Yeah. Unnamed manor. You guys have had many arguments over what to call this. This thing. is Area 53. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this weird crap's coming on oh, happening here. <laughs> what? What's going on? Um, your primary touched some anima magic. My what? <laughs> I call it your primary. Okay. Community. The crazy person doesn't know that this crazy person is crazy. Oh, they know about each other. Okay. Sort of. One of your other personalities touched some anime magic. Uh, Anima magic. You know what? I don't even ask questions. It's okay. While you were resting, <laughs> your physical body took a shock. Uh, okay. She looks around. Well, we're in a really nice place. Yes, yes, we are. What? Catch me up. And you want to catch her up? Yep, I'll All catch right. her up. You do that for the, the evening because you're not sleeping for the rest of the night? Nope. Uh, Reen, you a very nice room. Nicer mm -hmm. you've ever slept in your life, even when you've bought, you went all out on on hotel rooms. This is a nice room. You Marble have, walls. You have a mirror that is the length of your body in this, this room. And it's not even bubbly. You've never seen this before. You didn't know they could be that flat and reflect your image so perfectly. Yeah, except for I don't know that at the moment because I'm too busy reliving a nightmare. Uh, you do have a servant as well. All of you do. This place employs about 40 people. For you and your lieutenants, I don't even want to do the numbers, but we'll say half that, right? At Lyrium's expense. No. Yeah. Lyrium's like, I don't even pay people. I don't, wait, wait, <laughs> I don't know how Dude. money works. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I paid Sebastian anything. <laughs> I don't know why he like follows me around. <laughs> um, all right, next morning, guys. Reen, sorry, I'm going to have to get used to your name. Reen, you have a um, a full night's rest. Uh, we'll, we'll call it 10 a.m. by the time you're all waking up and getting back to normal. Anybody not go back to sleep? Um, it depends. You know, um, head shakes don't work well over radio. Uh, you have, <laughs> you do have the ring of sustenance. I yeah, believe. I've got the ring of sustenance. So, so you only need two and, hours. But I'm also talking with Silky, and you know, she's kind of attractive. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, okay. <laughs> but no, I'm a little paranoid about this whole situation. So probably very little, unless I'm comfortable with the amount of watch taking place. Garn seems to be watching over the new guy, and arms crossed. Not looking sleepy at all. Just kind of like he hasn't. He's been sleeping. All right. Well, I uh, guess I'll like. Uh, is there a settee or couch or something in the hallway outside every, the room? Everywhere. This place is over abundance of furniture. Of yeah, furniture. I will sleep on said furniture and let Garn know that if he feels sleepy at all, to wake me up. I am a pillar of protection. 
Well, if he starts to, li- if I wake up from him laying across me, I'll write a joke. You can't I'm let it go. I'm fair enough with the you joke. You can't let it go. I don't trust this guy yet. <laughs> you like spooning with Garn. I do like spooning with Garn. It's very go. nice. <laughs> couldn't let the joke go. He's got enough. a soup spoon I to your teaspoon. <laughs> Garn does take all of his uh, his assignments very seriously, so he's he's up when you wake. All right. But he does give you the, you got this look in the morning, and he <laughs> very, very well. I will just imagine spooning with Garn for a short time before you I wake up. But you feel it was real. Uh, and it was, it was very comforting. It was you, got a big, you got a big it bit ma- in your back. I, I rested my, uh, my head upon his massive bicep. Apple bosom. <laughs> to describe each of your rooms, large bed, canopied with desk, bureau, dresser drawers, private tub, and then a large arced door that leads to a balcony out on the ocean front with flowing in the breeze curtains and uh, plush uh, bedding. That is what each of your rooms are like uh, with a private servants to, to wait on you. I don't know if I expa- expanded on this enough where you guys are sitting at personally on your wealth level you're in a lap of luxury rain uh, for the most of the night i'm just having i'm in a constant nightmare we could actually have uh bacon go in there with him keep him calm most of the night try to okay because she yeah, actually okay makes sense him. the next morning when you wake up you, you were having very restless uh dreams rain but they calmed and you you got a good night's rest which you think you needed and you wake up the next morning and with something stirring at your feet and it's looking over your her shoulder as if she's leaving the room but you recognize a celestial being when you've seen one uh, a fox uh when, imagine a silvery fox maybe about the size of a small dog with wings the wings coming off her back, uh, silvery in color, and she looks over your her shoulder in concern, but heads out into the room, almost beckoning you to follow. You're like Goldie. Do you follow her? Yes, I do. And you come out to the group, the people you met the morning before, all out in the same courtyard. Apparently, they do this on a regular, meet in the morning, have coffee and their breakfast, and just hang out and talk. And, and the bacon. new guy, huh? Have bacon. <laughs> and uh, the new guy is out here. Well, standard attention. Welcome him to the table. Before Besides. Bobby went to sleep, I wanted to get him to memorize a comprehend language. Okay. And I have him cast that on me, and I'll start reading the feather book. <laughs> Make sure I can get a comprehend language. Remind everybody what the okay. Book so is. in the dwarven hold. I guess where we had the pillar, the the statue that would stomp us out. There was a dwarf. He told us, "Hey, while you're waiting for such and such to do some something, I forget what we were waiting on. Go to this library and look at books. Okay. One of the books I found was in a language I can't comprehend, but had a feather on it. And this was after I had met with uh, I can't think of the the swashbuckler, the sunshine <laughs> bastard." So Carl it, it was of note to me, 
but I couldn't read it because it was in a language that was very old. So it's your next book you're going to start? Yeah, I'm going to okay. start that book and see what I can accomplish. In hopefully reading. it's not a romance. Yeah, hopefully it's not a romance about feathers and and, and tickling okay. or something, but it... It does have a black feather on there, so it could be. I mean, it could be about that. I don't know. Fifty Shades of Black. I know that's what you're hoping it is. I'm I'm hoping it will shed some light on our situation. I'd find it hilarious. Did you uh, memorize that for him? Yes. All right. I read my book really intensely. All right. <laughs> unless it's, unless it's a romance. <laughs> at that point <laughs> actually you were you were correct the veranda is an outdoor space attached along sides of a house and be covered or completely open okay a veranda. that was the it can English be a days. veranda then the we're ver- on we're on the veranda then. you're out veranda. see doesn't that sound better it does, it does sound, better. sound better i just thought uh, i always thought of a right. veranda as being covered a veranda. i just basically looked up what was a patio called before and it says a veranda i like it <laughs> so you're out on the veranda and uh, the new person of the household, Reen, comes out. Yuri stands. Good morning, everybody. Um, I do not remember your names from yesterday. I'm Yuri Darwin. Yuri Darwin. Zen. Zane. I'm Lord Captain Lyrium Blacktree. Lord Captain. Lumia. Lyrium. Lyrium. Black tree. Black tree. How many of you were there? There was four others. A wizard, a priest, a druid, and a celestial hawk. And I take it you were all... You had all woken up with new life yes but I don't remember uh, where uh, my, my memory is very fuzzy still the finger bone you were going to get in the sunken temple was that the first one that you would acquire yes and we were very happy to have it but we did not understand its power. Like I said, our wizard Bella, who was a wild mage, she was able to hold on to it. And in order for me to get away as our party was being slaughtered by the Taros, even though we had a death knight that killed two of our members already, the Flayed Lady got my left arm which held the finger bone and that's now in their possession so she used your finger bone as a homing beacon to find ours and cast you this way I because all finger bones point toward other finger bones or instances that will lead us to those speaking of have we checked to see where ours is pointing now? I'll take them out. Southwest. So nothing's reacting towards him? No. Hmm. So you just have residual. 
Why uh, did you choose to call yourself the Reborn? Because all of us were born. So no other reason? Um, just happens dance? Well... Did you decide on this name? Or did you just suddenly start to call yourself such? We called ourselves that from the beginning because all of us died in a horrible way and we all want revenge on those people. <clears throat> so you... Because, so so you decided to name your group such, or did you just one day say that you were the reborn? After many discussions. So you discussed it, and then uh, chose that, that name. Yes. How did you get set upon the finger bones? A man with a claw pointed us in a direction. That's how we came across our first finger bone. Uh, that's as much as I can tell you. After we met with the man with the claw, he gave our wizard Bella clues to a crown and then the finger bones. We were successful in finding the one, as I've already reported I don't know what happened to our crown but I know that the enemy has the finger bone that I had my hand on which they ripped out of me which the flay lady obviously did this to my left arm uh, the death knight also had one that was able to counteract the finger bone that we had I I really I'm not a magical person so I can't tell you much more than that your father looks at you Yuri they have one whoever these are have one two the two they have two now two <laughs> How many points are on the crown? Seven? Yeah. There's three left to be found. As if we can take them. Well, they can't be taken from them. True enough, there would be two to be found. But if the terrors are traveling with these... They were summoned. Were summoned? By whom? The dead knight? Uh, they came... Um, because of our Celestial Hawk, Goldie. Um, he was inflicting terrible wounds on the Death Knight. Um, we were barely holding our own against the others. Are you saying your Celestial Hawk attacked? Yes. It was able to counteract the Death Knight to give us a hand on the others but the moment we lost um, our druid and our priest and then shortly afterwards our archer Bella decided it would be best for her to throw me somewhere else through teleportation with her wild magic to us uh, she wasn't 
she couldn't guarantee where I would land. So you didn't, you didn't know we existed before today? No, I had hmm. no clue. Just like we didn't know they existed. It would seem this Death Knight is some kind of antithesis to the spiritual animal. He is very powerful. In all our conflicts, the fox has never offered aid. Maybe Even when Strom died, it lifted not a finger or paw, the case may be. Or it's their so-called cheat that's not supposed to be. And then it must interact to offset that. I say we talk more. So what are we going to do with him? Looks at Reen. Well, we don't have a dungeon. This is a joke. You are very funny. I'm going to detect magic and see if there's any kind of a radiating lead that's attached to him. That anima is sticking to his arm. Other than that, no. No more. I mean, he has magic gear about him. But nothing that looks like a tether is attached to him for tracking or anything. Mm -mm. The only possible thing that may come of a problem for us is your arm. Breen slowly looks over his arm. Still bandage. I... I honestly don't know why this happened. It was never there before. If only Bella was here to explain it to me. Maybe when Camerion wakes up. Or the shit Sage gets here. Yeah. Who? I don't want to. We requested the Sage to. Bella talk. did wake up, Mary. Didn't you? But. Yeah, I think so. She woke she's up just, as uh, she's, Silky. She's just not herself. <laughs> um, she's she not ever, the is she ever? She's not the cold that's calculating. Why I said, that's why I said. Like, when Cyanus that she yeah. we need. That's why I said when Chimerian wakes up, uh, we can ask. Right. But we're waiting on the uh, sage as well that, you know, could be today or tomorrow. I will not make a hasty decision. But I need to keep it in your mind that the possibility of removing your arm is not off the table. I would if it is to keep you alive and the rest of us alive, it may have to be done. I, it's cold. I, I, cold I, as ice. Shut up, Derek. To sacrifice your arm. That's a great song. He's a If it's an 80s reference interruption, it's allowed. If that is acquired, then... I will ask for a new arm if that's possible. I know somebody's got an extra arm, and when it's his time, we might be able to get you one. <laughs> um, you could forge him some cool mechanical arm like your eye. Yeah. <laughs> the front bell rings. Cling, 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 cling. Excuse me, I'll be right back. We'll continue this in a moment. Don't we have surgeons for that? Yeah, but it's awkward. And I just told him he had to lose his arm in a minute. <laughs> he's, like, he's just like, just just looking for an away. exit to the conversation now. Okay. And if it's somebody coming into the fold for talking, I want to make sure, you know, first I can get a detect magic on them, make sure they're not evil. Well, I don't have detect evil, but. Uh, there is a servant at the door. Uh, <laughs> Wait, we get to replace Yuri too? Awesome. <laughs> now uh, we just have Lyrium to get rid of. <laughs> Brown hair, brown eyes, uh, simple-looking uh, servant girl, royally dressed. Greetings, master. 
May I have the pleasure of uh, addressing who? Yuri Darwin. Yuri Darwin? Ah, great keeper. And your name? I am Emma. Emma Lawan. I am a representative of Lady Pulliver. Gestures to a carriage behind her. The lady would like to make acquaintance of your household, and particularly Master Zay. Do you have a moment? We are unannounced. Yes, give me just a moment and I will get Zane for her. Sweet. Please. <laughs> Did uh, she just say sweet? <laughs> sweet. Sweet. <laughs> I'll see you next time. No, I, I know the name Pulver, but I don't know how. I forgot. <laughs> 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 <laughs>